Good morning, good Eru Shabbos. We continue, we left off the mission on the bottom of page 45b, the sixth chapter in Nazar. So, okay, look at Mishnah. At the conclusion of his Nazidus, he would cook the Shlomim, or he can overcook it. Shelka means to cook it very well. Even though the Torah says you should cook it, it's not coming to say it must be cooked and not it must be cooked and not raw. But if you want to overcook it, that's fine. The koyin takes the cooked foreleg, front leg of the shlamim. He takes one of the matzahs, the unleavened loaf, right. Everything in the Beis Hamikdash was really matzahs, the exception of the carbon Taida and the uh, the Shteya Lechem and Shavuos. So he takes one a loaf, a regular loaf of matzah from the basket, and one matzah, one wafer, very thin. He places these three items, the foreleg. And the two challah and the two matzahs, the challah and the and the rakik, the loaf and the wafer, puts it together, all three of them, and the nazar's hands, palms, and he waves them. I mean, if and then then he's totally released. It's done. Now there's no more prohibitions. He's allowed to drink wine, and he's allowed to contaminate, and, and of course he shaved, so he already shaved. So after the head shaving, and the, and the and sacrifice, and the waving, now he is good to go. Thank you. doesn't have to wait till he does everything. The moment one of the bloods of the three sacrifices was sprinkled, he immediately becomes permitted. There's no longer any any prohibitions. Right, all the prohibitions are That's the mission. Something you might have the rabbis learn. It says in the pasuk, afterwards. So he says after he learns achar, after he finishes everything, after he brings all three sacrifices. After and after you lift up, that's what it says in the pasuk, and the koyin lifts up nufel of Hashem. You lift up, the koyin puts it on the nazar's hands, and he lifts it up. Then, then he bec- only afterwards does he become permitted to drink wine. No, after one action, first action. My tamay the rabban. What's the reasoning of the rabbanon? The clear reading of the pasuk is after he's done, after he lifts, after everything is done. It says in the pasuk here that afterwards the nazi can drink wine. And it says, it says achar is galcha is nizir. That after the Kayan puts the the three the three th- items and he puts it on the on the palms of the nazir 
אחר אסקלחס נזר. נזר היר. After you shave this nozzle here, it says, but nozzle on copper nozzle, after you shave this nozzle here, then, then you do the lifting. So, so the same expression, acher. Here it says acher, and here it says acher. So just like over there. When do you do the lifting after a single action? One single action after the shaving of the ear. Then you do the lifting. Afkan, also over here when he says after. Afterwards, he drinks wine. One action. One action. And that's if you sprinkle the blood or one sacrifice, you can already, you can already, it lifts up all the prohibitions are lifted. Maybe, say, that the prohibition implies till both, till both are done. You need the shaving you need two things the shaving it says and after the sprinkling after the offerings and after the head shavings in other words maybe you need both because even the shaving it says after the shaving you lift it up after the shaving but when is the shaving done after you bring all the, all the carbonas all the sacrifices so maybe they both mean after everything. Over there also means after everything. After the shaving, which is done after the sacrifices. So also over here, after the lifting, which is done after the sacrifices. And only then can you drink wine. Why do you need a Gzeda Shavu? Then the Gzeda Shavu doesn't teach me anything. Even without the Gzeda Shavu, the clear meaning is after you do everything. Since the, the, they had a Kabbalah, they, had, they received the tradition that this Achid is coming to teach me Exedashav. It's a link word that's coming to teach me something. So what's it coming to add? It's not teaching me anything. If you're going to say that the Nazira's prohibition is not lifted until you do everything, the sacrifices and the head shaving, then I didn't learn anything from the Exedashav. That, that, even without the Gzeda that's the meaning of the Pasuk. After you lift up, when do you lift up? After you, after you bring the sacrifices, and after you shave. So what's, what the, I mean, without the Gzeda I would know the same thing. So the fact that we know, we had a tradition that Acher is a Gzeda it's one of these code words. It's a link, it's coming to teach me something. Right, so therefore we have to say that it's coming to teach me that one, one deed is enough. Just like over there, after the shaving... After the shaving, that's when you lift it up. So too, when could you drink the wine? After one, one action, one deed. That's the opinion of the rabbis. Okay. Your mother says, I'm a rav. The waving holds back the lifting of the Nazir's prohibitions. If you don't wave, it remains, the prohibitions remain. And he's forbidden to drink wine, come in contact with the corpse. Because it says in the Pasuk, after he waves, then he can drink wine. Clearly. So the Gemara inquired, Ali the man, according to who is the Rab's opinion? According to the rabbis, if shaving doesn't, doesn't hold back from lifting the prohibitions, he says, as soon as you sprinkle the blood, you do one action. Surely lifting up 
waving doesn't doesn't uh, doesn't uh, stop the lifting of the prohibitions. Ella, rather leave the Rabelazer, quite Rabelazer, Pshita. I'm a Rabelazer, Achem, Maisim, Kul. Rabelazer says after everything is done, meaning after all three sacrifices are brought and the blood is sprinkled and the, and the head is shaven and the whole Megillah and you do the waving then and only then. So what's Rav coming to teach us? Sigma so answers, because I would think. Since when it comes to atonement, by other sacrifices, we also have waving. There, it's only like, a, it's, not a, it's not an obligation, it's like a requirement, but it's not an essential requirement. It's shiari mitzvah, like the leftover of the mitzvah. Besides Nazir, there's other offerings. But nevertheless, if you don't do, an, if you don't do a waving, you still you still fulfilled your obligations. I would think over here the same thing. Maybe yes, Rabbeleza says you have to do everything, but everything is shaving the head, offering the three sacrifices. But waving is something at Shiari Mitzvah, it's like extra, it's like icing on the cake. It's nice, but it's not uh, it's not a deal breaker. So the Kamashwala and that's why Rabbi's coming to teachers. No, according to Rabbeleza. According to according to Rabbi Lezer, it have to, it, it, after everything is done, everything includes even the waving. It's also a deal breaker. Continue in side B, forty-six. Mimak, uh, how could Rabbi say the coin Rabbi Lezer? It holds back. It holds back the uh, with the the end of the prohibitions. the lifting of the prohibitions. We learn the This is the law of the Nazir. It comes to teach us where the Nazar has palms, he doesn't have palms. Where do we learn that? Zeus Titus comes to add. Titus always comes comes to add. So when it says in the Pasuk, at the end of the Nazar, Zeus Titus and Nazar is coming to add that even if he doesn't have hands and he can't wave, nevertheless, he, uh, the prohibitions are released. So it says clearly. So not like Rav. And he must be speaking according to Rabbi Lezer. Because according to Rabbi, you don't need a Pasuk to say that if you don't have hands, you're still released. Even if the moment you sprinkle the blood of one sacrifice, all the prohibitions are lifted. Yeah, exactly. So it must be according to Rabbi Lezer. So we see not like Rav. But we learned in a different B'raise. They stay the San Nazir. This is the law of the Nazir. It comes to add, what if a person is, is, is bald? He has no hair to cut. <laughs> he has no hair to shave. So therefore, I would think then he can never be released from the Nazir's uh, prohibitions because he can't fulfill the mitzvah of shaving. So that's why comes to teach the Bryce, the first Bryce was right. It says in the singular that the, the one, whether he has a palm, he doesn't have a palm, he has the same law. So just like if he has no palm. So, so uh, waving doesn't, doesn't, it's not a deal breaker because he simply can't. So even if he has a palm and he doesn't wave, it's still not a deal breaker. It still lifts, all, all the prohibitions are lifted. So the mother says, no, but you can't interpret the Braisa. That's what the Braisa means. Because how are you going to interpret the Braisa when it says, it's in the singular, that, that all Nazirim are the same, whether he, whether he has here or whether, or whether he's bold. He's bold. 
how could you say that? If he if he doesn't have here, how can he fulfill the mitzvah of shaving? And he cannot. You, obviously, you can't lift. You can't lift the nizidim. He can't fulfill the mitzvah of shaving. Sorry, of course, he, of course, he lift. You lift his prohibition. If he has, if he's bald and he has no hair, there's nothing he can do. There's no mitzvah of shaving. But if he, since he's saying in the singular, you're going to say that the same law applies to someone who does have hair. So even without shaving is released. Clearly, we're talking about according to Rabbi Lezer. According to the rabbis, yes. Just you sprinkle blood, you're already released. But according to Rabbi Lezer, surely you have to shave. And you have to wait to bring all the sacrifices. The only thing, our discussion, our argument is, the discussion is about the waving. Is the waving also a deal breaker or not? But clearly, shaving is a deal breaker. So you have two braises. You're interpreting the b'raisa means they say it's another in the singular that whether you have a palm, you don't have a palm, whether you could do waving. Just like if you can't do waving, you release without waving. So too, even if you could do waving and you don't wave, you also release. Is that the way you can interpret the other b'raisa? That Belezid is saying that they say it's another in the singular that just like the person who, who's, who, who's uh, bold, who, who, who's bold, it cannot shave and he's released without shaving. You're going to say that someone who does have hair and doesn't shave is also released without shaving. You can't say that according to Rabbi Surely that's a deal break. But Tanya, we learned the Braise, Nazir, Mimahirat, Nazir is totally bald. Doesn't have to pass a razor over his head, there's nothing to pass over. He has to put a razor over his head. There's nothing to cut. It's not his problem. But he put the razor over his head. What does Bisham mean? He doesn't have to. In the means he can't. He has no remedy. Since he can't fulfill the mitzvah of shaving, therefore he can never be released from his nazirus. It doesn't mean he's exempt. On the contrary, since he's required and he can't, there's no point, to, there's nothing, what do you mean putting a razor over your head? There's nothing to cut. There's nothing for the razor to do. So therefore, he, he, he remains a Nazir. According to there is a he does have a remedy. Just passing the razor over his, over his bald head and he's obligated to do so, and then he fulfills his obligation. There's no here, uh, you know. It's a shem that that it's not his problem. So what do we see from here? So you can't say that if you have here, it's not a deal breaker. Of course, it's a deal breaker. Even someone who's 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 bald. Beis Hillel says you have to pass the razor over, over, over your bald head. You have to do something on your end. Do your part. Okay. And it, so it's a deal breaker. Otherwise you're not released from the prohibition. So surely that's not what you can interpret. The Baraises, I say this another, in the singular, that whether, just like if he has no here. Yeah, but if he has no hair, he has to so pass a, a razor. So, so if he has hair, he has to pass a razor. What, what, what's the what's the real the real interpretation of the Brai says yes, this tells us in the singular is coming to teach just like the Nazir who has hair, 
must pass a razor over his head and shave off the hair of his head. So too, Zayistatus and Nazar in the singular, uh, someone who's, who's bald, also must pass the razor over his head, over his, over his bald head. Yeah, over his bald head. Just make sure that don't, don't cut yourself. <laughs> but you have to pass the razor over your bald head and only then do you become, are you released from all your prohibitions. And therefore the first brizer, which is the same format as this brizer, should also mean the same thing. And the brizer says, that someone who doesn't have palms, the similar to the laws of has palms, should mean like this, just like someone who has palms. It's a deal breaker. You must wave, and if you don't wave, then the Zidus prohibitions are not wa- are not released. So, to someone who doesn't have a palm, should also perform waving. How? Whatever you have, you, you don't have a palm. Your forearms, whatever you have, something. <laughs> Without that, you, you're not released. You have prosthesis. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Ravina said, according to Beishamay, a bull, the Nazir, remains a Nazir forever. Nothing you can do. You're stuck. Stuck for life. Unless those companies who advertise, they can get your hair growing. No, that's Right. That's what Abdus said. Abdus said that, that Beishamay, who was a, Abelaz, who was a student of Beishamay, said the same thing. That um, it's a deal breaker if you don't shave. Since you can't shave, you can never be released from your. Um, uh, why only Bishamay? Even, 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 even Beis Hillel says, according to this Brisa, that you have to do something. You have to pass the razor over your head. And if you don't pass the razor over your head, then the Zidus is not released. Rabbi Leza, where do we see the Rabbi Leza? Tanya, we learn the Brisa. Ainly ben yibein yad v'degel Who doesn't have a thumb on his right hand? Or doesn't have a toe, a right uh, toe, a big toe in his right foot. Ainly Tanei Lamis. Tanei says you have to take the blood and smear it on his thumb and his toe, his right thumb and his right toe. If he doesn't have, he doesn't have his amputated his thumb and his toe. He can never be pure. The real blessed, the real blessed. Shimon argues. The place of the blood and the offering and the location and with a missing, with a missing toe, and the missing thumb. Chamim, the rabbis say, on the echosh smell Rabbis say, put it on your left toe, on the left thumb. That's what he means. He's not talking about Rabbi Lezer now Mishnah. Rabbi Lezer that that the that uh, that uh, shaving is a deal breaker. That obviously both Bishama and Bishil are saying the same thing. The question is, is there a remedy in the case of of someone who who's bald? According to Bishama, there's no remedy. Since you have to shave, and you can't, it's finished. Mm-hmm. That's the opinion of Rabbi Lezer. It says the same thing by the Mitzayda. You have no toe, tough luck, you're stuck forever. The rest of your life, you remain a Mitzayda, you remain impure. And Basilil says, no, you have an option. Putting, just, just passing the razor over your head. Just like Rabbi Shimon and the rabbi say. Put, Rabbi Shimon said, put it on the place, or you put it on, put it on the left toe and the left thumb. Another version. Rav said, waving the Nazir is, is a deal breaker, holds back. And so I think what I asked, I'll leave it a man, according to who? Obviously, according to Abelazi, he says everything is a deal breaker. 
After you do everything, when you have to say it must be according to the rabbis. If the rabbi says shaving, shaving is not a deal breaker. As long as you sprinkle the blood of one of the sacrifices, immediately all the restrictions are lifted. Surely waving, surely not a, not a deal breaker. But it says, really? You're saying that lifting, waving is not a deal breaker? But it says in the singular, whether he has hands, he doesn't have hands. Just like if he doesn't have hands. It's not a deal breaker. He can. So too, even if he has hands, it's also, and he doesn't wave, it's also the same. It's also good. But it says, no, well, Tanya, the same thing. Repeat what we learned. Well, Tanya, the status of it says in the singular, they're just like someone who has no hair. It's not a deal breaker shaving because he can't shave. So even if he has hair and he doesn't shave, it's also not a deal breaker. Yeah, you're going to say that? You can't say that. According to Abelazar, surely shaving is a deal breaker. But Tanya, Nazir, the Nazir, who's totally bold, there's nothing you could do. This is nothing to cut. This is a You have to pass a razor. So obviously, obviously, he can't mean that just like the uh, the person who's bald, he can't shave. No, you do have to shave. You do. You do. You can't shave. You have to pass the razor. Just says to pass the razor over the head. You have to pass. Right, that's what he's saying. That's what the Braissa means. Just like the one who has here must shave, so to the one who has here also has to shave. And therefore, the same thing as in the previous Braissa. The Braissa comes to say that just like. Just like the one who has palms must wave without waving it's a deal breaker you know the restrictions are not lifted it's even someone who doesn't have a palm you can't put it on a palm but, but, but put it on his arms whatever is left of his arms you have to put it so no he rejected this whole thing what does Basil mean he needs Basil means means literally he doesn't need Basil says he does need, but there's nothing you can do. That's that's this version, the second version. He interprets Basil says you need, but there's nothing to cut. It's, it's silly to what do you mean? Pass the razor over his head doesn't do anything. Passing a razor means to cut here. There's nothing to cut. So you, so therefore he remains a nazir for the rest of his life. The initial interpretation of the Bryce is correct. That just that just like a person who has here. No, so he's saying they're saying that the Braise is he's saying like this. Just like a person who has here. And he doesn't uh, cut it here, it's uh, the restrictions are not lifted. So too another who's bald, who has, can't shave, is also his restrictions are never lifted. And he can't cut the restrictions are never lifted. So too in the first Braise. That just like a person who has pump and he doesn't wave. The restrictions are not lifted, so too a person who has no uh, no palms, his hands are cut off, so there's nothing you can do. Restrictions will never be lifted. To this version, he's trying to say that even according to the rabbis, 
even according to the rabbis, that only one act is enough to release of all the prohibitions. But Taylor is saying that this one act is not only sprinkling of the blood, but even the one act of waving. The Pasuk must be teaching us that even the act of waving, because it, because it says it's coming to say it's one single that we treat just like if a if he has no if he has no uh, uh, no hands he can never be released so too if he doesn't wave he has hands and doesn't wave he can never be released this one act is critical according to the rabbis and the one said according to Beishamah yes according to Rabbi Vina Beishamah argues with this a little and he says, Bishami says, he could be released even without, if he can't shave his head. He argues with Rabdos. This argues with Rabdos' explanation. That Rabelezer and Bishami say the same thing. That if you can't do it, just if you have no toe and you have no, no thumb, you remain in Mitzayda the rest of your life. And according to his interpretation, Bishami is saying, since you can't shave, there's nothing to shave, he's, he's totally bo- uh, bald, therefore he can never be released from his Naziris. But Rabbina interprets completely differently. According to him, Bishamay is saying, Yesh He doesn't need it. He can't, he doesn't need it. It's not a deal breaker. They go well together, But according to the Bish Hillel, it is a deal breaker. And that's the meaning of the Brites, according to Basil, even according to the rabbis, that waving is critical. Waving is a deal breaker. You don't wave, you can't be released from the from the Nazis. The Allah states that uh, shaving and um, lifting does not uh, does not stop from restrictions being lifted. As long as you brought the sacrifices, as one of the bloods was sprinkled. Immediately, all the restrictions are lifted. That's according to the rabbis, right? That's the halacha. What if a nazir has no hair? Totally bald? You don't have to. Or if he has no hands, no problem. You bring your sacrifice, and you're allowed to drink and contaminate what if a metzeda doesn't have a thumb or a toe, a right thumb or right toe? So you put it on the side, where, where you know, in the place where the toe was. Or use the left side. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The Allah is not like that. No. If a person, no, if a metzeda doesn't have a right toe or right hand or right thumb, well, let's say he has no right right ear. You have to put it also in in, the, in your ear, in the middle of the ear. You can never be uh, purified. You remain a Tumas Matzayda for the rest of your life. <laughs> Next Mishnah. We shaved his head after offering the first sacrifice. The Nimitz Apostle. And the sacrifice was found to be invalid. The Glafipsul shaving is invalid. It has to be after the first kosher sacrifice. And he didn't fulfill his obligation. If he shaved after the sin offering was offered for the wrong purpose, the wrong intention. And then he brought the other offerings. 
and that was brought for the proper purpose, the proper designated purpose, the galactic psul, his head shaving is invalid. The tzvach of Allah, he doesn't fulfill his obliga- obligation to bring the sacrifice. They don't count. Obligation, the sacrifices don't count. And if he shaved after the oil, the shlomo were brought for the wrong intention. And then he brought the other offerings for the designated purpose. Yes, the shaving is invalid, but the other sacrifices count. No, the sacrifices do not count. In other words, an oil, the difference in a chattas, a chattas is brought for the wrong purpose, is not even a qualified sacrifice, completely invalid. An oil, a burnt offering, a peace offering that was brought with the wrong intention, it's a kosher sacrifice, but you haven't fulfilled your obligation. You have to bring another sacrifice to fulfill your obligation. So the Nazar didn't fulfill any of his obligations. He didn't end up bringing any of his sacrifices. Mm-hmm. And his shaving, shaving that comes before without sacrifices is nothing. says, The sacrifice which was offered, not for the designated purpose, doesn't count. The other sacrifices do count. Explain. If he shaved after all offering all three sacrifices, and only one of them turned out to be valid, the glachzik shade, uh, his shaving is, is valid. And then he has to bring the other sacrifices which were disqualified. Because as long as one sacrifice is brought, then the shaving is valid, and then you shave, it's okay. But he has to f- make up for the other two sacrifices. He just obligates you to bring all three sacrifices. So the, the prohibitions are lifted, but you still have to bring those other two sacrifices. That's the mission. This is coming to teach me. After offering a voluntary shlamim, fulfills his obligation. Because a shlamim that was offered with the wrong intent, it's a kosher sacrifice, but it's considered like a voluntary shlamim. It's not. You don't fulfill your obligation. It's like just bringing a regular voluntary sacrifice to the base of Mignos. And Abshimon says that the head shaving is good, even though you have to bring, you have to bring um, all, uh, all three new sacrifices. So obviously Abshimon holds that a Nazir can, fin- can shave even after he brings a voluntary burnt offering or a voluntary peace offering. Even though he's still obligated to bring... Uh, a shlamim and an oila, but nevertheless, he already fulfilled his obligation of shaving. <coughs> Obviously, it's only an oila or shlamim because the case of a chatas, if you do a shleilu shma, the whole sacrifice is invalid. It's not like bringing a voluntary. You can't bring a voluntary chatas. But if you, so if you if you bring a volu- if you bring the the, the brings his burnt offering his peace offering with the wrong intent and therefore he doesn't fulfill his obligation but it's a kosher sacrifice like bringing a voluntary burnt offering a voluntary peace offering and, and so sh- and he shaved afterwards it's a valid shaving and then he has to bring three three sacrifices how do we know this my time what's the reasoning of Reb Shimon where do we know this from 
Because it says, the Pasuk says, He puts the hair that he caught under the fire, which is under the slum of sacrifice. Because of al shlom, it doesn't say on his shlomim, on the specific designated peace offering of the Nazar. It says on shlomim, any shlomim. So it comes to teach us in a broader sense that after any, even a voluntary peace offering, it's, uh, he fulfills his obligation. Should we already finish the chapter? Let's already finish the chapter. 47a. Hey, everyone have a beautiful Shabbos.